And this actually happened this week. I was up at 2 a.m. changing a nappy and baby literally fountain shat on me. My t-shirt is um, just full of shit. <laughs> and a complete projectile poo onto my chest um, and then on the carpet. And so in that moment, where is my focus? And initially my mind was like, oh my God, this could be quite difficult. Um, you know, me working, how, I'm gonna, how am I going to support Pri with a baby um, and all that kind of stuff was going in my head. However, it was actually okay. Internalize other people's experiences even before we get to experience it for ourselves. And others have their own reality and experiences and that doesn't necessarily need to mean that we automatically need to buy into it. Um, I think we need to appreciate other people's experiences, other people's reality. Hello and welcome to the Lead From Within podcast. My name is Janiel Mystery and in today's episode, I'll be sharing with you my weekly episode of three things I learned last week. And for those of you who listened the week before last, you would have heard and um, kind of experienced the journey with me of, of, of the arrival of our daughter and what that brought us in terms of insights. Um, and this week, I'm excited to be sharing with you another um, interesting week as as well as a, kind of three key learnings I've taken away from from this week. So I'm just going to go straight into it. So this week, after we came back home from the hospital, COVID hit us for the first time. I finally got COVID, didn't manage to dodge it. And um, see, I was feeling pretty rough over the weekend and testing myself early uh, in the week and it came out positive. So I was the first one and then obviously passed it on to pre- um, so, so what does that mean for this week? So this week was a week where I was going to go he- head pretty much head back to work, um, after a few weeks off. And so that also meant, well, the fact that we got COVID also meant that we didn't have any uh, family help with, with the baby and the support, um, because of, because of COVID. And so we had to kind of stick it out ourselves this week. Um, and initially my mind was, like, oh my God, this could be quite difficult, um, you know, me working, how, I'm gonna, how am I going to support Pri with a baby um, and all that kind of stuff was going in my head. However, it was actually okay. Um, it hasn't been difficult. I think given the situation, we've done really well. It hasn't been a struggle and it's been, it's been pretty smooth actually. Um, and so it kind of got me reflecting because even regardless of COVID, even before having a child, people did say to me, look, this is the most difficult thing that you'll do it's going to be the most rewarding as well as the most difficult it's it's not easy it's difficult and all that kind of stuff and and I'm very conscious of this because I know it's very easy to internalize other people's experiences even before we get to experience it for ourselves and others have their own reality and experiences and that doesn't necessarily need to mean that we automatically need to buy into it um, I think we need to appreciate other people's experiences, other people's reality, um, and how other people have experienced any situation like having a child. However, that doesn't necessarily need to mean that I automatically f- have to feel that way at the same time, right? Um, and I think it's very easy for us to buy into it. And so the more conscious we are, the more space we create for ourselves, the more we can actually decide how we want our experience of life to be. And so this actually, you know, this, the same thing happened to me when, when, I, when I got married. People said to me, you know, oh, the first year is going to be difficult. 
um, you know, you're going to have to get to know each other, all that kind of stuff even more. And um, my experience was the first year was amazing. Like it, it wasn't difficult. It wasn't as hard as people had experienced it in their reality for me. And so it's kind of, I kind of reflect, reflected on that this week because even with COVID and child work kind of stuff, it's been, it's been pretty, it's been pretty smooth. Um, and so what made that different for me? And my learning is that, you know, I consciously decide how I want to experience life. Like this week, I consciously decided how I want to experience this week, essentially by where my focus goes. And so when I'm up at 2 a.m. changing a nappy, and this actually happened this week, I was up at 2 a.m. changing a nappy and baby literally fountain shat on me. My T-shirt is um, just full of shit <laughs> and a complete projectile poo onto my chest um, and then on the carpet. And so in that moment, where is my focus? Is my focus on the carpet? my t-shirt and how I'm tired and it smells at 2 a.m. in the morning and whatever. Or is it on the beauty of the experience? Like, wow, how awesome is this? Here I am 2 a.m. in the morning. My daughter's just had a feed and now she needs a nappy change. And she, wow, like this is an experience which I could, I and I will share with her when she's older, at, you know, five years old or something and tell her what she did to me. Because these moments are, precious and it's temporary at the end of the day um and so i could find joy in that in those moments and so that's what i've done this week i've i've really been conscious of where my where i focus my attention and i've not been buying into stories about oh this is difficult da, 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 da. but also but, but mainly i've just been more in flow um, which is really interesting because maybe a few years ago uh, it may not have been like that for me um and so it's just yeah, my, I guess my key reflection moving forward, and if you're inspired to do so, reflecting on a couple of points here is, well, mainly, mainly one point, you know, it's where can I shift my focus to create a better experience of life? Because we are always creating our reality, and we do so by essentially which thoughts we give attention to. And so given any situation, I have the power to shift my attention. I have the power to shift my focus onto a better feeling thought. And the way I'm seeing my world at 2 a.m. in the morning when I've got shit on me is essentially creating my world. And I think that's, a, that, that's, that's been testament to this week where we've actually had it really good. Given the situation, we've done really well. And it's been such a joyful experience um, given it's our first week back home since having a child and we've got COVID and we're not feeling 100% and I've not been able to go to the gym and I've not been able to do my normal routines and all that kind of stuff. Um, but it's still been pretty good because of the power of our own mind and because of the power of our own, you know, our, our attention, essentially. Um, cool, that's the first one. Um, and then the second learning is essentially this week, um, as I mentioned, I was back to my my work. So I had uh, my consulting projects continue this week after three weeks off and something with one of my projects really felt out of alignment. Like before I went, took, took a break, I was like, man, this is not feeling right for me. And um, deep down, I kind of wanted that project to kind of go a bit. Like I just, if, if, if I just, if I, if that project went and basically relieved me of that kind of work, 
I would have felt a huge relief. And so what does that mean? When something, when, when something feels like a relief internally and I'm letting go of that or, or letting go of something that causes relief, that means I'm coming into alignment. And so it's really interesting because my mind was thinking about the money, but then my heart was like, no, this feels out of alignment. And, um, and I just thought, okay, let me just leave this to the universe. I'm just going to see what happens with this project. And it ended up, the project got cancelled. <laughs> the project got cancelled. Um, and, you know, that, that, that project for me and, and, and my freelance business was, was no longer. And was, um, you know, a huge part of my revenue for this, for this year for, for my consulting work. But I, then, I, I felt like a relief. It was really weird because that means, you know, uncertainty. I realized what was, I guess my key learnings from this week on, on this point is I realized that I really thrive on uncertainty because I found that in, in, in the midst of uncertainty, I find there's space to create. I feel free and I'm not fixed. Um, and so for a lot of people that, you know, I'm not, for a lot of people I speak to, in, in, in the general world, not clients of mine and people who are into my work, but just generally that, that sounds really weird because people are, you know, wanting stability and certainty in, in, you know, in times, which is, you know, especially with economic unrest, etc. Um, but I, I'm the complete opposite. I, I thrive on uncertainty. I find that there's space to create in uncertainty. I find that there's anything is possible. And it kind of reminds me of a quote um, which I read once by Margaret Trabble. And she wrote, when nothing is sure, everything is possible. When nothing is sure, everything is possible. And how great to know that in life, nothing is sure and certain. And so there's all, everything is always possible because that's the, there's nothing certain in this world. And so given the fact that the project went and I didn't know what was coming with, with the consulting work moving forward um, for the rest of the year. Um, I, I didn't stress. I was just like, how, what, and, and in fact, it was more excitement. And it was, I felt like I was being a, the witness to, to let me just see how this unfolds. How interesting it is that now, you know, I wanted, I felt out of alignment. The universe canceled the project for me. Now I'm in a, I'm in a place where there's uncertainty Yes. And also pure possibility. Yes. And let me see what could be possible now. Let me see where the universe guides me to create what I want to create. Let me see what comes my way. Let me be the witness to see how this unfolds and what comes my way. Um, and it's, it's such a great place to be. It's like having complete faith. I know everything is going to be fine. And, and every, every single time I, I have this, I, I'm going to call in, in quotations, I say, I'm going to say curveball in life. Um, it's always worked better for me in the end. Always, 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 always. The universe has always worked for me when things have not gone in a way which I wanted them to go, or I thought they needed to go. Even with this scenario, I, I kind of wanted it to be like this anyway. But in other scenarios where I wanted it and it didn't happen, it always is because there's something better. And so, what makes me think this time is any different? Because in the moment. Sometimes we think, oh my God, this is the worst thing. This, this never is working out. How is this even possible? Da, 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 da. But it always works out in the end. It always has worked out better for me. And it, the universe is always looking out for me. 
And when I have that belief, I always know deep down that everything's going to be fine. It ended up being great because ultimately, a couple of days after one of my other clients um, in, 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 my, in my consulting work, uh, who, I still, who, who I'm working with, doing some work with right now, um, who, who fits more into my work style, um, essentially just said, yeah, we, we, we want to you know, do more work with you. And so my, my time and, and that, that capacity, which I had, just got taken up in, in a couple of days uh, really easily. Um, and I've just created um, uh, yeah, an, another project um, for the next few months. And it's just, it's just really cool to see how that worked out in my favor, even yeah, with, with the feeling that I had about being out of alignment and it's just brought me back into alignment and I didn't really have to do anything. It just happened for me rather than me actively having to do anything. Um, and yeah, I, I guess my key learning from this and, 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 a, and a, a reflection moving forward for you, if you're inspired to, to do so is where am I shying away from uncertainty? What does more faith look like? A lot of the times we think we need things to be certain, like have a certain job or have some stability, but anything can happen in any, like if there's this whole world, is uncertain we can be pulled into a black hole tomorrow and um, planet earth will be completely finished like everything is temporary nothing is certain um, and this certainty is, is it's like an illusionary safety um, picture that our mind or our ego creates in itself just to make it feel safe um, but those of you who are entrepreneurial, those of you who want to go out and create things in the world, those of you who you, who want to take risks and, and create, you are the ones who thrive on uncertainty. You are the ones who go out there and do things even though you don't know what the result is going to be because you're focused on following the energy within you rather than just the outcome that it's going to create. Because you know when, when, when you're following the right energy, when you're following the flow of who you are, the outcomes, the results always are going to come because if you have full faith in, in your alignment and your flow, it's leading you into the right direction. And so, yes, there, there is no uncertainty, but what is certain is your alignment to yourself. There's, you always have that available to you. Um, that is the certainty that you have. It's your connection with your inner guidance, your intuition, your inner being, whatever you want to call it. That is certain. You'll always have that connection with yourself, your higher self, until the day you die and possibly even beyond that. Wow. Okay, cool. That's the second one. And the, and the third one is um, another personal kind of performance um, reflection. I'm, I'm, well, I was kind of reflecting about this week. I've kind of written here, being an optimist has consequences, right? And so a recent reflection of mine is that in work and life, I think things can get done quicker than they really can. I'm an optimist. I'm a big picture, picture thinker. And my weakness is in the day-to-day -day execution. My head is always in the clouds and my feet is not always on the ground. And so that's just a personal reflection of the way that I have been operating and even working with other people and I'm doing personality tests and seeing where my kind of personality archetype fits in into other people. Um, I'm, it's given me more clarity on where I fit in. And I have had a conversation about this with, with, our, with one of my clients at Project Hero about this and that brought kind of me reflection on, on myself and really where I am um, on, on the grand scheme of things. And, and the fact that I am an optimist, I'm a big picture thinker. My weakness is the day-to-day -day execution. And so a learning for me is it's essentially, I just need to be more pragmatic in my approach to, to, to timelines and projects and et cetera. And so when things don't go as I expect them, because a lot of the times 
they don't go as quickly as I expect it because I'm I'm an optimist and I and I think things can get done much quicker than they really can. Um, I like to push things a lot. Um, when they don't go to plan, then it has a negative impact because things are always not working out. Things are always behind. And so where's the balance? Because at, at the end of the day, you want to push things. You want to make sure that you're leading the way and you, you are pushing the boundaries. Um, but at the same time, doing so in a healthy way. Because if you're not doing it in a healthy way, you're going to have this constant, oh, I'm behind, um, you know, things are not working out, I'm slow, whatever. Um, but in a healthy way, what does that mean? So I was, kind of, I was reflecting back on this and essentially what it comes back to is always coming back to my flow. If I'm rushing it for an optimistic timeline, does, it, does that feel good internally or does it not? Does it feel stressful or does it feel exhilarating? And so when it feels stressful, I know that I'm out of alignment. When it feels stressful, like it's, it's a chore, I'm pushing it and nothing's happening and it doesn't feel good, then it's like I need to have a look at that. I need to make sure that actually what makes this more exciting? What, what can make this more exciting? Will slowing down the timelines and making it longer make this more exciting? Or having a really short timeline to do something um, and putting in a lot of focus, that could also be exhilarating at the same time. It could be fun. It could be exciting. It could be um, really interesting. And so how does, I think it always comes back to how, how does it feel? Does it feel stressful? Does it feel exhilarating? And so that's just my own personal reflection. So maybe for you, if, if you're someone who is um, a, a reflective kind of person and the way that you operate is something that you reflect on on a, on a, on a, on a um, regular basis, where could you reflect on your own personality or your, your own behavior types and then adjust to create a better performance? So that's quite a broad question. It's not so specific to what I mentioned, but generally this is my, my own personal reflection about how I'm an optimist and big picture thinker and, I, and I'm head in the clouds, all that kind of stuff. Uh, but I think that comes with self-awareness and you know um, the experience of life as well as working with other people and how they operate and doing personality tests and things like that. And it's, it's so good to have this awareness of where my strengths are, where my weaknesses are, what's in my flow, what's not in my flow, because I'm not good at everything. And I'm great at a few, um, I'm great at a couple of things. Where is my zone of genius? Um, and so it just kind of got me reflecting because that really impacts our performance. When we've, when we've got this level of awareness that we can really go into something and we know, okay, this is my weakness. I'm not going to be touching that. I'm going to try and delegate this or I'm going to um, get some support on this. Because I always have support when it comes down to execution. I either outsource things or I get um, support, um, either coaching or mentorship to, or even accountability partners who help me make sure that I'm um, executing what I commit to. Um, and so just having this awareness of my own personality and behavioral patterns really helps me adjust life so I can perform and get the results which I want to get. Cool. Hope that was helpful um, in, in terms of the three reflections today so just um just to recap the reflections moving forward if you're inspired to do so number one where in life can i shift my focus to create a better experience of life number two where am i shying away from uncertainty what does more faith look like and number three where could i reflect on my personal behavior behavioral patterns and adjust it to create better performance slash results awesome hope you really enjoyed this week's episode i would love to hear your thoughts please do share it on social media um if you're inspired to do 
if you're inspired to do so, share with me your takeaways. I would love to hear what they were. Um, and yeah, I'll see you in the next episode.